Hey guys, welcome back to the Jane R.K. Podcast. Uh, today, I have a very special guest, uh, Crystal Pack from Initiate. Crystal, would you like to say hi to everybody? Hello, everyone. Wow, this is really exciting. Uh, thank you for coming on. I like really appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. Sounds cool. Okay. Um, let's just uh, start with your band. That's like the main reason why we're having you on. Uh, definitely been a fan since you guys put out uh, the demo back in 2016. Uh, can you tell us how the band formed? <laughs> Um, actually kind of, kind of a funny story in my opinion. Um, so Alec, he is our guitarist. Um, he actually tweeted, um, oh man, like wish I could play music again or something like something along the lines of that. And, um, I messaged him back and I was like, oh, hey, let's start a band like jokingly. And then, um, and then he's like, yo, like, actually, like, let's, let's do that. Like, we should actually do that. And, um, I originally didn't want to do vocals. Um, I was trying to learn how to play literally any other instrument. So I didn't have to do vocals. (laughs) Um, but he convinced me that I should, um, do vocals and, uh, and that that would be really cool. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I'm down. Um, and then after that, um, got everyone else together. And and the rest is history, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so um, at the point when uh, Alex sent out that tweet about wanting to play music again, were you guys like friends or uh, were you guys already like close? Or is that just some random tweet you saw on your timeline? Oh no, Alec. Yeah, Alec and I have been friends for a little bit. Um, let's see. I want to say, oh man, time flies. I met him back at. Oh man, when did I meet him? At least a good year before that tweet. Um, and we we yeah we were. I mean, we weren't, like, great friends, you know, like, we, we, like, saw each other at shows, and, like, um, you know, he was kind of, like, my, I guess, like, my show friend, like, whenever we saw each other, we'd say, hey, what's up, and, like, chop it up, um, but then, yeah, like, prior to that, like, didn't really hang out outside of shows or anything, it was just kind of, like, um, like I said, it, like, kind of started off as, like, a little joke, um, that turned into something serious, so, so, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool that you answered that tweet and it's grown into something cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely unexpected direction that that was uh, going to take. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. So why were you against uh, being the singer in the beginning? Uh, just anxiety. <laughs> um, I mean, like, it's always like a... Like, it was a nerve-wracking thing to just, like, kind of be, um, you know, like, the front, like, the like being in the front of anything. Um, that was just, like, pretty nerve-wracking in itself. Um, and then, like, also thinking, like, oh, like, I would have to write lyrics for this. And I, like, was, like, on when, it, when the band first started, I was very, very, like, like, uh, doubtful and not confident of my abilities to do a lot of stuff 
uh, within the band as far as like lyric writing. I was really insecure about that. Um, uh, being a woman and a vocalist in a hardcore band in general was also really intimidating at the start. Um, and just kind of like being comfortable with the way that I sounded. Um, I already knew was going to be a challenge. Um, I definitely, when we were recording the demo, definitely laughed a lot. Um, like in between takes, just because like, it was just such a weird, different, um, you know, it was like a different side. Like, like it's one thing if you're yelling like along with a band, you know, and then you can't really hear yourself. <laughs> but then like when you actually hear yourself, you're just like, oh shit, like that's a, that's, that sounds insane, I guess. Like any recording I feel like you hear of yourself is just always a little different than how you imagine yourself sounding. So, um, so yeah, like to answer your question, it's not like I wasn't necessarily like against it it was more so just like my nerves um and the idea was just really off-putting to just kind of like put myself in that position of like vulnerability okay going back to you laughing while you were recording i definitely i'm understand that because i do that when i do this podcast because um i've been having on guests like uh, pretty consistently but when i do the solo episodes um i just feel so weird sitting in front of a microphone like talking to myself and i'll have to do like six or seven takes because i just can't stop laughing because i just think it's so ridiculous that i'm doing this and people actually want to listen to me talk yeah but well i I definitely understand that um i uh, i had oh god i can't believe i'm bringing this up <laughs> i had a vlog on youtube like a few years ago what okay i know <laughs> no, that's cool <laughs> so like like um doing that i like i like completely understand the whole like having to redo things um because like yeah you you'll just like listen to it or like in this case you like like I was watching it and I was like god that sounds fucking stupid like I had to oh wait can I I can curse on this right yeah of like, course <laughs> like I would just be like oh man this sounds insane um and then I just had to retake it or just like laugh about it um so so yeah like I I understand you on the are those vlogs uh, still on YouTube uh I think I took a few of them down because it started out as band interviews. Okay. Um, started out as band interviews at first. Um, and that was when I was like younger and I was just like, not even that much younger. I feel like it was such a long time ago, even though it probably in, in retrospect, wasn't that long ago. I think I was like, I think I was like 20. So like five years ago. Okay. And, um, uh, I was just like, yeah, like, I just want to, like, do something, you know? Um, so, like, I feel like some of them are still up. Definitely. Because, like, yeah, I think the band interviews are still up. I'm not sure about the vlogs, though. And why did you um, stop doing, like, interviews and vlogs? Uh, time. I started, uh, like, getting serious with school again. Um, very, it's, it's very time consuming, um, editing. I'm sure if, as you know, like if you like edit, um, your solo podcast, like, you know, it's just like, it just takes time. And, um, 
I I just didn't have enough of it. So I guess maybe not enough of it, but I just didn't make time. Um, so, so yeah. And then like, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely wanted to start the vlogs back up again, but, uh, I think around the time that I wanted to potentially start them back up again was when I was flirting with the idea of initiate. And so I was like, okay, like I'm definitely not going to have time to redo that while going to school, while working, while doing initiate. So so yeah, I, they might still be up. Who knows? Maybe I'll yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'll I'll try to get the um, info from you later, and maybe I can post them in the show notes for everybody to go check them out. <laughs> I, th- I think it'd be cool for everybody to uh, take kind of a like a peek back into the past and see how things were back then. Yeah, I was definitely more, I guess, like upbeat. You maybe <laughs> you're less upbeat now. I wouldn't say necessarily less. I think I have. I'm more like mellowed out now. Now that I'm like a little older. Okay, that's um, fair. I mean, I definitely maybe maybe my online presence is mellowed down. Um, okay. Speaking of your online presence, um, I was looking at your Twitter, and <laughs> and um, oh man, I, I have to bring up the tweet. I'm sorry because I, I was like kind of like uh, dying at what you tweeted. Hold on. I, I, uh, oh, shit. I have to bring this up because I have to ask you about it and see how it's going. Uh, My Twitter is just insane. Um, hold on, where is it? Uh, so, just okay, here it is. <laughs> September 17th, you tweeted. I've decided to ditch my meme account to try to curate a hot online presence. Um, so bow down, bitches, or whatever, and then you posted a picture of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so how's that going? How's the curating going? Is it going it's, better than the meme account? It's uh I I think I immediately reverted back to the jokes. Okay. Like I just forgot. I just I honest I like I think maybe the follow up tweet to that or so. I like I just forgot about it. <laughs> it was more so like a social experiment. I was like, oh I wonder if I post enough pictures of myself and just like become like this like online hot girl um how many followers i would get within like the next month or something purely just for like my own uh entertainment uh and then i just like completely forgot you gave up after the first post i yeah like i'm i'm gonna go like yeah like i'm pretty sure like uh yeah see misconnection you came up to me and said you wanted pancakes then turned around and longboarded away twitter do you think like (laughs) it it immediately went back to to the dumb shit that i i put on twitter i guess that totally debunks my um yeah my online presence has really mellowed out (laughs) my twitter has no chill at least you're still there tweeting it's nice to be able to um like when i do these and when i try to go like look at what people are into or what they're talking about it's nice to see somebody with an active profile (laughs) that's cool that you do your research (laughs) i I just try to make it interesting for the people listening just because i just want to you know uh just raise awareness for uh the person i'm talking to and if they're in a band or whatever their craft is but getting back to the band, um, how'd you guys come up with the name Initiate? Uh, our drummer Austin actually came up with it. 
I'm not sure how we were. It took us a while to actually come up with our band name. Um, but I think that we were able to narrow it down to a few. Um, oh, shoot. Hold on. My landlord is knocking on my door. <laughs> it's totally fine. It's all good. Second. Yes. Um, so, yeah, our drummer, Austin, actually came up with it. Um, we narrowed it down to a few, but then that one just, like, stood out to all of us. And we were like, you know what? That one's, like, simple. It's sick. I think, like, one pop punk band in the U.K. has it. But, like, are they, like, like they're defunct? just, like, a completely different genre. And, and yeah, we were just like, all right, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> do you remember what the runner-up names were? I... Let's see. I the only one I remember being is like I think it was called Virtue Theory because I thought that sounded really cool. Okay. But I honestly like I can't remember any of the other names that were potentially going to be other than that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it's cool. I, I like it. One word. I pretty simple. <laughs> The font yeah. looks cool. Um, so you guys are from Southern California, but do you guys like uh, like claim any specific city, or are you guys all spread out? Uh, no, we're all spread out, but people have like tagged us two cities. Like some people think we're from Orange County or LA, um, but no, we're we're just Southern California. We're so spread out around here that like we can't. Like, we didn't want to claim just, like, one little city because, like, none of us are, like, all from one city or even, like, near one city. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, just Southern California. Okay. So, that's pretty interesting because I'm trying to think if um, another band has done that down here. Because um, everybody likes to kind of be, like, proud of, like, their quote-unquote scene or city. Mm-hmm. But, but that's cool. You, you guys um, initiate can uh, be from everywhere. It's for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm into it. Um, so I didn't plan this at all, but um, I asked you to come onto the podcast. And then you guys announced that you're putting out your um, new record, which I thought was like crazy timing on my part because I literally had no idea that you guys were going to be dropping it on a Friday. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like it's been kind of like a like a long buildup like over like the past two years since the demo came out because you guys yeah. released uh, those two um, promo songs in seven in 2017, and then um, in July you guys released uh, two more songs, and then finally. Um, you guys released the the album. Uh, jumping back to 2017, when you released those first two songs that are on the record, um, were you guys just like slowly recording the entire record, or did you guys already have it like mostly done at that time? Um, we actually hit quite a few road bumps um, in recording the record, which is why it took us so long, and we were so anxious to get it out because we had it. Um, we had, we've had all the songs for a really long time. Um, <clears throat> just we, the first time we recorded it, um, uh, what even happened the first time we recorded it? Um, cause I live in Santa Barbara and then the first time I record, we, we tried recording it. I, 
like a bunch of fires happened and then a giant mudslide happened and I like literally couldn't leave Santa Barbara. Like the freeways were shut down. Oh wow. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it was like that huge, like that huge, huge fire that happened last year that was like the biggest one in the United States. Um and like thousands of people lost their homes. It um but yeah, so like they shut down the freeway. It looked like super apocalyptic here. That's scary. And then uh, yeah, like everyone was wearing like face masks, like the sky was just always like this gray and like deep red orange for like a good two weeks. And the air was just super bad. Um and then after the fires happened, um it rained. Because, yeah, the fires happened in December, and then in January, a few weeks later, it rained, and then this huge mudslide happened that shut down the freeways. Um, so so that, like, delayed recording vocals, um, more so than, than, like, the delay already was on the record, because um, we had some other stuff going on. Uh, and then we just ended up re-recording the whole thing. Um, cause it just wasn't it like timing wise, it just wasn't working out. So we re-recorded the whole thing at paradise, um, paradise records down in orange County. Yeah. And then, I, I, I saw that you guys, um, had that in the notes on your band camp. You guys worked, uh, with Colin Knight. Yeah. Love Colin. He's great. He worked on us or he worked on our demo as well. So he, he, we've, uh, everything we've released, we recorded with him. Um, so yeah, he's really awesome. I also was just listening to your interview with Brandon from Control, and oh. um, Colin also recorded their demo as well. That's awesome. Uh, Thank you for yeah. checking that out. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so so yeah, Colin's cool. Um, Colin Knight and uh, Madison Woodward both run uh, Paradise Records, so they're really sick. And um, uh yeah and then we we had the songs we wanted to release them at least two before sound and fury uh and then we were just kind of seeing at that point what direction we wanted to go with the album whether we wanted to release it through someone or self-release it um and then yeah eventually it just came to the point where we were like you know what fuck it like let's just release it ourselves so and, and then you- did that all just happen recently? Because honestly, it just because um, you guys uh, or the um, initiate Twitter um, like tweeted out, you know, asking for people's emails, and I, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that was like the start of it. And um, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh no, it's okay. Um, well, actually, it. I think we probably decided that maybe about a month and a half ago, maybe. Okay. Um, in our bassist Kyle he actually drew the album artwork um so we were more so like giving him time to like finish that and make it something that he's like really proud of um and so then after that after he finished drawing all the album artwork um that's when like like when near the end of him finishing it and like finalizing it we were all like brainstorming, like, okay, like, what do we need to do? Um, like, as far as getting this all together, and um, which is, which was a little bit tricky trying to get 
everything in order. Like we're still waiting on Spotify. Like our, our music is going to be on Spotify, but we're just like kind of still waiting on them to like, um, get it on there. Cause that's a process in itself. What about, um, um sorry. What about Apple music? Apple music too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I saw that you mentioned uh, Spotify. Uh, I think it was on your Twitter somewhere, uh, but I didn't really see anything about Apple music. So I was just curious. Yeah, I think, Alec is working on that aspect of it. We have all the responsibilities divided, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, a team um, effort. Yeah, because like one one lone person like cannot do it. Um, and uh, so he's working on that. I I believe that the way that we're going through with Spotify also allows us to do it on Apple Music as well. But that should be that should be up within the next week and a half, two weeks, um, which will be really cool. Because uh, right now there's another band I was actually on, uh, looking for like uh, similar artists. I was listening to Lower Species, and um, or no, was it who was I listening to? No, no, no. I was listening to probably Millspec or something, and I went to the similar artists, and then it was like Lower Species uh abuse of power initiate and it was like some like k-pop band or something like that <laughs> okay totally different genre totally different genres i thought it was really funny and that's uh that so that's currently in the similar artists but that's also kind of cool that people are like searching for us on um, spotify right now and listening to this to this other band <laughs> um uh but going back to the um the original question, um, did we, did we just like do this all like really quickly? Um, we were, we were waiting for Kyle to, to finish up the album artwork. And then I had this idea cause I was like, Oh, like we should like, like ma- email out just download codes to our album. Cause like a huge thing with us is making sure that like our music is accessible. Um, and like, any like I, I just like I mean anyone could really just hit me up and just be like hey can I just like have the album and I would like have no qualms with it like so I got everyone's emails that like ever purchased anything from us on Bandcamp or if they wanted to like give us their email through Twitter or Instagram got it through there and then tw- the morning 12 a.m. on Friday. I just emailed out, I think, like, 200 download codes to our album. And um, that was a last-minute thing. That was, like, a – yeah, that – when I tweeted that, I, like, asked the guys. I was, like, yo, I had this idea. I think it would be cool. They were, like, yeah, that'd be cool. Right after, everyone was, like, yeah, that'd be cool. Sent out that tweet. And then, yeah, so then everyone that – um ever like kind of supported us i guess in a sense like online i wish i could like give out all these download codes to people who've like ever bought merch from us but like people bought merch in person i don't have their emails (laughs) um anyone who pretty much wanted it got it um so yeah and then yeah yeah i guess i I definitely missed the boat on that (laughs) because i I saw the tweet and i was like all right i'm gonna do that but i just get really lazy sometimes yeah and i remember like so um i have a like a job uh and i have to start work like really early like i start at 3 a.m and i I remember um 
getting up for work on Friday and thinking like, okay, cool. Like the, the new record should be up. I'm like stoked to like listen to it before I do this, um, podcast. And it was like super early and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was just like, man, I hope it still goes up today. And I, I even texted Kyle. I was like, dude, when and where can I listen to the new record? And th- it wasn't until like, it was like later in the morning I saw you post it on Instagram Mm-hmm. So that's how I actually um, found out that it was up and I was able to go um, listen to it. But yeah, so it just sucks that I didn't send the email. So I had to wait like six or it was like six or seven hours, but yeah. it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, you mentioned uh, you wanted to put those two songs out before Sound and Fury. I just uh, wanted to ask you um, about your Sound and Fury um, experience. Like, how was it uh, playing the fest and actually like opening it up and actually getting a really good reaction from the crowd? That was a surreal experience, straight up. Like, I like my first hardcore festival was Sound and Fury. Um, and it was when it was in Santa Barbara or Warren Showgrounds. And, um, that was kind of the first, um, like really like, yeah, I don't know. Like it, I mean, like, I can't even describe it. It's just like, like me going to Sound and Fury at Earl Warren Showgrounds, like when I was like 18 years old. Um, cause I guess like, I guess you could say that I was like late into hardcore and I say that with like quotes or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, like going to Sound and Fury then back in like, I think 2012, 2011, I'm not quite sure what she, which year. Oh no, it had to have been 2012. Um, that for me was like, like, this is so sick. Um, and I feel like everyone else in the van felt the same way. Like that was just such, like, we were so thankful and grateful for like, just, I mean, like sound and fury is like a huge thing. Um, um, especially like, I feel like people, those like, like sound and fury is just like a staple name where it's like, Oh, if you're in a hardcore and like, like, Oh yeah. Sound and fury. Like, yeah, that's is awesome. You know, like that, that's a really cool thing. Um, and a lot of us, like, going to Sound of Fury, like, Sound of Fury was one of our first festivals for, like, a good portion of us. So being able to play it was just incredible. Um, the reaction we got was bigger than I expected it to be. I, 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 like, don't really think I had, like, too many expectations going into it because I didn't want to get my hopes too high, but I also didn't want to, like, lowball our band either. (laughs) Um, so, so going in there and then seeing as many people as there were like show up early, especially because we opened, um, was like a really, really humbling and like heartwarming, um, moment for me, I guess, like when I got on stage. Um, and yeah, it was just awesome. I, 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 it's definitely something that I will never forget for sure. That's awesome. I think, yeah, yeah, I think it was cool that um, you guys got that kind of reaction. 
Um, it was awesome to see, you know, kids actually um, go out of the way to show up on time and catch you guys open up the fest and not be, you know, uh, lazy or tired because it's the first band of the like of this long fest. Um, everybody just like showed up and was just like full of energy, and I just thought that was like really cool. Yeah, same. And do you guys, well, I know you guys are, are playing the D.A.R.E. record release in a couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. And you guys are on America's Hardcore um, at the end of November, early December. Do you guys have any other shows um, planned? Um, so right now we're planning a tour on the East Coast, like a little short one, just a few days right before America's Hardcore. Um, really wish we could do a longer one, but three of us are in school, (laughs) so we could only miss so much. Um, and then I think, hopefully, uh, we are planning a West Coast tour, and I think right before that we're going to be doing our record release show when we, like, actually have physical copies of our record. Um, if not before the East Coast show, but I think we're still trying to figure out what the good timing is for that, just in between, um, like, something that'll just, like, work for all of us. Um, so, yeah, like, that's that's pretty much all we have going on right now. It, it's definitely harder when, like, everyone has, like, full-time jobs that they're committed to or, like, full-time students and, like, part-time or full-time jobs. So um, we make it work as much as we can. Uh, but yeah, like we're super excited to be playing the shows that we can play and the people that do come out to try, like try to see us. And, um, like, I know that we play shows like few and far between, but it's always cool, like being able to step back, um, like into, um, that realm and, and then have like a positive reaction every time. Yeah, it's cool because it, it shows the the strength of your guys' fan base that people are still willing to come out and support you guys, even though you guys aren't playing every weekend or going on crazy tours. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely really cool. It's um it it's the the whole the whole experience that like like comes with I guess like initiate for me personally has just been really surreal. Um, along with Sound of Fury, but like just like every show, I think like we've played and every sort of like reaction we've gotten, and like I'll get like some of my friends will be like, "Oh, I saw someone wearing your shirt in like this state," and I'll just be like, "What the heck? Like that's just like insane! Like we haven't even played that state, you know?" Um, so it's it's still like not anything that I'm like used to. Um, but I like, yeah, I hope that that feeling like kind of never goes away and I don't think it will. For sure. I feel like, um, with this new record, you guys are just gonna, you know, continue to spread and more people will find out about you guys, obviously. And you guys are playing like different fests and with more shows, I'm sure, um, uh, that won't stop. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wanted to uh, dive into the, like the new record. Just had a bunch of questions about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, the name of the record, "Before Long," is there a special meaning behind that? Um. So, I pretty much wanted to make the record lyrically kind of talk about 
a series, just like, I don't know, I'm a person that's very like pro expressing yourself, whether that emotion be like negative or positive. Um, but also like, like sometimes if you just like bottle feelings up, like, like you're just going to explode, you know? Um, so before long is pretty much like, like, you know, like you need to let those feelings go or like before long, they're going to like, you know, eat you up inside. Um, so that's kind of where the name came from. Just like me thinking about like, like, um, just like all these series of emotions that I like go through and feel, whether it be anger or happiness or just like stepping back and just taking a break from it all. Um, yeah, that's like that. That is where the title came from. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, I definitely into that. Um, I honestly want to say that I really like how you guys have all your lyrics posted on the band camp so I can um, read along and just try to analyze. It definitely helps me like so much. Um, so it's pretty cool that you guys did that. And I think I uh, wanted to ask you about uh, the, the second track, Won't Give In. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Obviously, reading the lyrics, it's um, it's about somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you go into that a little or give, like, a meaning behind the song? Um, so, Won't Give In is about a particular incident, but it can definitely be applied to, like, a lot of instances that I've had in my life. Okay. Um, pretty much just kind of, like, like, when when you just like really butt heads with someone that you care about, but like you just like can't, you just can't like, like you can't like change your stance on it, you know, um, on like how you feel. Um, that's pretty much what we'll give in is about, um, really just like planting your feet in the ground for something that like you stand up for, even though someone else, doesn't necessarily feel the same way or um, has a different attitude about it. And just being like, no, like, like, I, I want to give you the opportunity and maybe you'll, you know, like you and I will see eye to eye, but like, if you don't, then that's kind of it. Like, I'm not going to give in to um, trying to shift my weight in any which way. I'm just going to like kind of stand my ground on this one. Um, so yeah, that that is what that is what won't give in is about. <laughs> For sure, I definitely um, like that song a lot. That might be I'm trying to figure out if that's my favorite track on the record or not. I'm still trying to decide. But I wanted to talk about um, one of the songs you released um, back in July, "Nasty oh. Woman." Yeah. Okay, um, I don't know, because uh, as long as I've been a fan of Initiate, I've never like heard any, like anybody describe you guys as like a girl-fronted hardcore band, because I'm sure you've heard that term before, right? Yeah, um, hardcore, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I um, just had and, a load of sarcasm. 
And obviously, like, I've definitely, you know, heard people describe, like, other um, bands like that. But um, I honestly have never heard anybody describe you guys like that, which um, I thought was cool because I'm not really a fan of that term because um, in my eyes, um, it's just another hardcore band that happens to have, uh, you know, uh, female uh, members. It's, uh, you know, not anything different to me. But um, (laughs) reading those lyrics... Uh, two nasty women. Um, they're pretty aggressive. Um, and uh, is is that because you felt um, people treated you a certain way because you're a female in hardcore? Um, I mean, it was definitely fueled by a bunch of like the politics going on with like all these old dudes just trying to like control my ovaries, essentially. Um, okay. <laughs> Where are, are you just speaking like just in life. hardcore or in life? Oh, no, no, in, in, in like in actual like real like like you know like in in like the White House in okay. in legislation. Okay. Um, so that's kind of what it was fueled by. Um, I think that day, what was it? There was just I feel like there's just something new every day. It's like really hard to keep up at this point. Yeah, it feels um, like we're in a movie sometimes. Right. It's just like, oh, man, it's just crazy. But like um, I I was also just inspired by um, I saw this video of a speech that was done at the Women's March. Um, it was some some lady was like reciting someone else's poem but I saw the original spoken word um, by Nina Donovan, um, and her, and she made a poem called "I Am a Nasty Woman," and um, I had recently watched that, and I was like, "Oh my god! Like that is so cool! Like that that poem in itself is just like amazing." So I kind of wanted to like go off of that and also kind of like make it like. I mean, like, it's in the credits, too. Like, I wanted to be known that, like, people should definitely go check out Nina Donovan's poem, I Am a Nasty Woman, because it's just, like, amazing. Um, but it also just kind of, like, fit the political climate at the time. Um, and then also, I don't feel like lyrically I have a lot of, um, like, I don't directly say, like, things about, like, men specifically or women specifically um so that song was definitely for me like okay like this is what I'm gonna make this song about this is gonna be like like my anger towards not only what's going on like in legislation like in the world around me but also like within hardcore I feel like a lot of women deal with a lot of stuff um, especially like when it comes, I just feel like women can't get away with nearly like we're, we're just on the chopping box so much more quickly than, than other guys. And, um, that's not to say that like, oh, I want to be like, uh, like I want things to be like, like that's not, uh, how, how do I even want to word this? Like, I just feel like people are so quick to cast stones at women for doing, um, things that people don't necessarily agree with. Um, instead of like doing it to guys and that's not to say that like I I necessarily want um, anyone's sort of sympathy because I'm a woman um, but I just kind of like 
want there to, you know, just be like a, like, I don't know. I just, I guess I want people to like kind of analyze themselves too. And like, this is, um, I've been told the song that nasty woman is an anthem, (laughs) um, for like by, by a few of my, um, women friends who, who are like, yeah, that's like applies to so many different aspects of life. Like, uh, inside and outside of the communities that we involve ourselves in. So yeah. um, the lyrics are definitely like aggressive and I feel like um, it's worded great to show that, you know, you guys are um, out there and you guys can do things and that um, we shouldn't have like double standards, you know, for men and women and um, should be the same in my eyes. And just like, listening to the song and you sound angry in the recording and like the last two lines um of the song are just like super um like intense like the Mm -hmm. try to grab me by my pussy i fucking dare you that's just so crazy but it's cool (laughs) it's cool i i I definitely like it because it shows that you know you're not afraid and um you know you're just out there that's good yeah that that's exactly what i wanted the song to be so that's yeah that's cool that you uh that you you as a listener are interpreting it that way as well so all right and um so uh on that same uh uh 2018 uh, promo uh, you guys released the the title track to the record before long mm-hmm. and um you guys uh, start the song off with a it was like a sound bite from an interview I actually um, had a look into it. I, I had to try to try to find which interview it was, but um, from what I found on YouTube, it was um, Angela Davis uh, mm-hmm. from like 1972 talking about revolution. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious um, why you decided to pick that particular interview um, from her um, to have it in the song. Um, I was actually watching this documentary called uh, The Black Power Mixtape which I definitely recommend everyone watching because it's really, really cool. Um, it's about the Black Panthers and has a lot of, like, hip-hop, rap, and R&B artists kind of making commentary on it, too. Um, but that documentary has that interview in it. And um, something with that interview always stood out to me. I think I saw that interview probably, let's see, a year and a like, Oh, when did I watch it? Yeah, I would say like probably like a year and a half ago at this point. And um, something with it always resonated within me. Um, And I remember immediately after watching it, I was like, I'm going to use this. I don't know where I'm going to use it, but I'm going to use it somewhere. And, um, And then, yeah, it just like fit perfectly with what I was writing about. Um... And, and kind of like what before long, like, yeah, what it like, I don't know, like what before long embodied, I guess. Um, just kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. (laughs) And on that same track, you guys have, um, Walter Delgado doing guest vocals. Uh Um, how did that come about? Um, Walter's been a friend of mine for a few years now, actually. Um, I actually interviewed him, and that's how we, uh, 
that's how we kind of became friends after that. I interviewed him in my vlog. Um, and then just kind of like, you know, just like became closer friends with him after that. And, um, like, you know, like natural friendships do you, you get closer, I guess. And, <laughs> um, and I knew like, yeah, I just knew I wanted someone like, I love, I love the way Walter sounds like I'm a huge fan of rotting out and I really like his, his style. And I felt like he like working with him in on before long would like, just be like a perfect fit. Um, and it also was really cool because he's also Austin, our drummer's older brother as well. Um, so it's kind of like even more ties to like making the album, like, you know, like ours and more personal, like having like friends, a friend and family on it. Um, so yeah, I don't, you know, like it, it worked out. It was fun. And, uh, and I really love that Walter decided to like kind of contrast what I was saying and kind of like juxtapose like my position and then like, you know, like the, the juxtapose, sorry, tongue tied, juxtapose the two positions, like one being like, you know, like what I'm saying and then him kind of being the devil's advocate, um, for the song. So I thought that was really cool. And it came out like, I really, really love the way it came out. So yeah, honestly, I, I think it's awesome. I um, I'm always a, a fan of um, seeing uh, like people from other bands, like you know, being featured on tracks. Just because it's it's cool to see that um, people are willing to you know um, support like each other on be and be on each other's records. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's cool because you, you know you guys could. Um, your fan base can collide because you know maybe somebody sees that he's on um, that track and be interested and might not even know who Initiate is and based off that one song they could just discover and be- um, become a true fan yeah yeah it's definitely cool how, how, um, how hardcore kind of links up like that too like with different features in different areas and, and yeah just like you said <laughs> Yeah, hardcore is pretty interesting. I, I I used to think that um it was like so vast and um huge, but um I'm starting to feel like it's not as big as I think it is because like we're mm-hmm. all so like connected. Yeah, it's the the links between I feel like you're never more than like 2 degrees off from like a random person in hardcore like you have a mutual who knows a mutual at least somewhere in that and yeah it makes it it's it's definitely big because it's like worldwide but it it it's kind of cool it's kind of like a cool little small feeling too at the same time yeah i definitely love that that works um it's like as popular as hardcore is um it's still like still has that underground feel mm-hmm Okay, there's uh, two more songs that I want to ask you about. Okay. Um, well, there's, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, track number eight, At Least. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> when I listen to it, like, um, when the track kicks off, 
I um, I immediately noticed that this sounded like a little different than everything else. And then um, that was you on vocals, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, I was like, okay, this is this is really different. Um, but after like reading the lyrics and listening to it a few times, I was like su- surprisingly like into it. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is like a like a nice little break. Um, she doesn't sound as angry. Um, on this track, she's just like, um, it's just like she wants to chill, just like take a break from everything in the world and just like relax. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what the song's about. Um, like you hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, so, what was like the thought process um, about like writing a song like that that's so different from everything else you guys have done? It. <laughs> So similar to how the demo was, where I was laughing about recording or in between takes as well. That's kind of how this song was. Alec and Austin were very much like, no, you need to do clean vocals on this. Like it would just like really set the mood of the song. And I was like, oh God, like I was nervous about my the, the normal vocals that I do on Initiate, and I just got comfortable with them, and now you guys want me to switch it up. But it's cool because they, like, help me push the envelope with myself. Um, but that the, – just the whole vibe of that song is just, like, it's supposed to be different. So we had, you know, like, in every which way we made it different but still, like, us. Like, we're not trying to play off as this, like, you know, like this – like hard ass band. <laughs> um I mean like like all of us like I mean if you if you took a look at everyone in initiate, like me, Austin, Alec, Jack, and Kyle, like we're all completely different people. Like none of us like have really known each other for very long. We all had like different friend groups within hardcore. We maybe saw each other at shows like before initiate, like, like Kyle, I don't think really knew anyone except for Jack before initiate. Um, but Jack also wasn't in initiate when, um, um, officially when, um, when Kyle joined, like Kyle just knew me. Um, But then, like, you look at everyone, and we're all just so different. We all, outside of hardcore music, but even within hardcore music, we all have different tastes. Um, We're not trying to play off as this, like, super hard-ass band. We're just, like, you know, just trying to stick true to, like, who we are, what we like. and, And having that variety, um reflect our music is just something that we kind of want to do too. Like, I mean, we make music to express ourselves and we're not, we're not listening to hardcore all the time. We're not always trying to like, you know, just like be angry or be, um, like aggressive. So sometimes like we do just need to like take a step back and just be like, you know what? Like, yeah, let's just chill and like, I don't know, listen to Ariana Grande every once in a while. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, like this, this track is kind of like, like, it's exactly that. Like, yeah, like, let's take a step back and, and just do something different, but still make it cool. So we all like it. So it still kind of fits in the album, but differently. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, 
is there that's, is there a chance that um, that will make it to the set list? <laughs> All the guys really, really wanted to be in the set list. I would I, love that. I, I seriously think that song is so cool. Thank you. I it's it's still not a song that I'm super confident with. It definitely is gonna take a little bit. We might play it on the West Coast. I, I, I just haven't practiced it. I haven't done it since we recorded it. And even then, I was just, like, stopping and, like, nervous giggling because it was, like, difficult to record um, because it was, like, pushing me to do, like, clean vocals, which I love doing by myself. Yeah, but, for sure. it's, it's it's so much easier when nobody's around and you don't have to worry about um, yeah. you know hitting like the right pitch or how you actually sound. You can just like let it all out. Yeah, um, I I mean like realistically, yes, it will eventually make it into a set list. When it will make it into a set list um, is up in the air, but. Uh- it, I'm sh- the guys really want to play it. It's it's Jack's favorite song on the album. Um, I think it just kind of falls on me at that point to do it live, and that's a little nerve wracking, <laughs> to be honest. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, I'll definitely um, you know keep an eye on out for it because I honestly like that it's like um, you know just like so chill. And it's not that long, and it's just kind of like you know, just like a fun song. So I, I honestly can see like, um, like a lot of people being into it. Nice. Well, thank you. All right, and the last song, to my friends, um, I thought um, it was cool to have this be the like final track on the record, just um, because of um, lyrically, like uh, what it like meant. Um, to mm-hmm. me, um, just like reading through it and like listening to the song like over and over again, um, I just uh, feel like that this song is just about um, you know people um, like within hardcore um, who uh, you know I'll get like a pass for like certain things or like you know there's like cool guys in hardcore, um, which is like super lame to me because um, I just feel like we're all just like you know misfits. Um, coming together to like enjoy like a certain type of music um, and I don't think uh, you know like I don't really like believe in like this weird like social ladder that people like always like try to climb and um, you know put out like they're like c- you know cooler than anybody else it just like um, kind of um, grosses me out sometimes um, and I don't know if it's because I'm older and I've been around for a long time. I'm just like so jaded on like meeting um, like, you know, like new people just because I'm just like, I'm not even sure why they're here. If like their okay. you know intentions are like, you know, good and like, you know, for like uh, the support of the scene and to like help it grow and stay alive. Um, so I just wanted to kind of um, talk to you about um, what this track uh, means and like the whole um, like thought process behind it. Um, so the thought process behind it was definitely my own personal frustrations with my peers. Um, I feel like 
with a, a lot of people coming out about, um, you know, just like their friends being shitty with, uh, within certain situations. I mean, more specifically when I was writing the song, I was thinking of, uh, sexual assault in general and, um, just how many people are still friends with people who are known to be abusive, um, who are known to be sketchy people, um, but still have this sort of like loyalty because it's like, Oh, well, like I've been friends with them for so long. Like, you know, that's my homie. Um, or just kind of the mentality of like, Oh no, I know him. Like he would never do that. Um, and I mean like the, like just, just to, just to say real quick, like, of, of course, like both men and women are like there are known men and women abusers, um, but like specifically like for this song, like I'm going to talk in the context of like my current, my thought process, like while going through the song and I was just thinking about um, abusers who are men. But um, for, for the sake of keeping the conversation, like in my, in my thought process, like I'm going to, I'm going to go in that route, but like, I just want to let it be known. Like I understand that both men and women can be abusive. Um, but so, so I was thinking about how, how like, like I personally try to have conversations and open up these conversations that are almost taboo. Um, as far as like, like within the scene, kind of like critically thinking of just like the character of some people that my peers associate with and just kind of thinking like, Hey, what? Like, you know that this is known about this person, right? And I, I try to be kind of sensitive about that, that topic, too, because I don't – I personally don't think that um, being really aggressive um, with stuff like that, like, promotes change in terms of, like, longevity. There's definitely instances where you should be aggressive um, with having that conversation, but – with when you want your friends to listen to you, at least like to open up the conversation, like you can, you kind of need to be gentle with it. Um, so it, it's always started off that way with me, like, Hey, just so you know, like, like, have you talked to this person about this stuff that's coming up, you know? Um, and it's, it's that this song was written to the point where I was tired of having that conversation. Um, you can only say the same thing so many times before you get frustrated and fed up and you're just like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Um, but it, it made me start like, like this song is essentially like pleading my friends and I feel like other, and I've had conversations with other people have felt the same way. It's kind of like, can you guys just like, please put down the loyalty card for a second. Like, I understand that this person means a lot to you, but you know, like there are ways that you could go about to like still have that person in your life, but just like open up the conversation with them. Like you, you don't need to ignore the fact that this person is doing something bad, but you can help change it. And and mind you, like no one's responsible for creating that change with someone. It can be emotionally exhausting to like be friends with 
someone who is known to be an abuser and then taking on that responsibility to try to educate them. Like no one is responsible for doing that. Um, but having said that as well, like if, if you don't try and you still want to hang out with that person, that's when I start to question like, dude, what are you doing? Um, so this song was me being frustrated with my, with my peers who I love very much. Um, just kind of have that mentality of like, Oh no, I talked to them like they're chill. And to me, it's just kind of like, if you take the time to talk to your friend about it and then you just off the bat, believe them. Like, why can't you talk to the other person that they hurt? You know, like if you really, if you're, if your logic is really like, let like, like, oh, there's two sides to every story. Like, you need to talk to both sides, if applicable. Um, so, so it's just like a, it's, it's a very blunt song. <laughs> um, you know, just kind of asking my friends, like, what are you guys doing? Like, I want you to be better than that. I want you to, to have your own critical thoughts about the people that you surround yourself with and not just to drop people either. Like I'm not asking you to drop people. I'm not asking you, um, to just say like, fuck you and leave. Um, I'm just asking you like, can you, can you think about it minimum and at least try to incite that change within that other person? Um, rather than subject yourself to the toxic environment that that person creates um because I I really only want the best for the people that I love and you know you like I don't know at at this point I'm right now I'm kind of tired of having that conversation again and again um so it just kind of like is exerted in the song like just just kind of just I don't know just kind of really think for yourself um and I really hope that you do. Um, and I mean, like right now I'm tired of talking about it, but I'll probably in like two months or so be like, start having those conversations again, but you can only do it for so much for so long and then you need to take a break. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what that song's about. And um, that's, that's the headspace that I was in when, uh, when I wrote that song. It's great. I, th- I think it's cool that um, you're willing to put that message out there um, to your friends because it, it can definitely um, be hard to um, have those conversations because sometimes people um, just don't really know how to like open up about that stuff or they just you know don't really know why they're doing things like that. You know, like hanging out with people um, who have done bad stuff. Um, it's just. Uh, crazy sometimes to think about that that stuff um has like made its way into hardcore because i always try to think back when i was just so young in the scene and i just like and i didn't know anything i was just like oblivious to everything and all i did was go to shows and try to have fun but um it's, it's not like that anymore i was warned by um one of my older friends that uh uh, things get pretty crazy um, the deeper you get 
And um, I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling on now. Uh, I love hardcore. Love uh, the message that um, that song um, sends out. I hope uh, um, your friends, my friends, I hope everybody um, is just... uh, out there and trying to um, have a good character. Like, I don't want um, anybody to, you know, to fall into that, to um, stand up or uh, associate with, um, uh, I'll just call them bad people because Mm -hmm. um, I'm not really down for that either. Um, I'm so, like, it's weird for me um, sometimes when I do this podcast because I'm so antisocial because I've been like let down, stabbed in the back um, so many times by um, people who are supposed to be my friends. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just like the people that I have now, I just like hold them like really close because I had to like sift through all these like um, uh, fake people to get to the friends that I have now. Yeah. So I, I definitely like that message in to my friends and I think it was a great way to end the record. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And honestly, um, uh, going back to like the timing of this release and the the podcast, like I've listened to this record so many times, and I'm glad um, that there's no like limit on like Bandcamp because like some <laughs> some bands like you know after somebody listens, they're like, all right, like you can't listen anymore. Like you have to buy the record now. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of worried about running into that with this, but I didn't. So thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, and, uh, I love the artwork. Shout out to Kyle. I definitely, um, want to hat, like I want to own like a physical copy. Do you guys, or have you guys, um, set those plans in motion? Um, yeah. So we're hoping that by the end of the year that we get physical copies. Um, we're just kind of like, we, I mean, we do self-release everything. Um, so it, it's just kind of dependent on our income at this point. Like, can't we afford physical copies right now? Cause we don't want to stress anyone else out in the band either. Um, like we're not a band that's like shelling out every penny that we have for the band. Um, because I mean, we all have bills and rent to pay, um, and like plane tickets and, you know, like just like life financially. Um, so I mean, hopefully we get that in by the end of the year. Um, Let's see. Oh, I also don't want to forget. Um, so Kyle made the artwork for it, but Kiabod Mesa of Modern Vision Scene did the layout for the album art. Um, so, so like all the little cartoons that you see, like that's Kyle, and that has like a bunch of people that we know on it, as well as like the band, like hidden in there. Oh, so really? that's kind of like little fun fact about uh, about the album artwork. Um, all of us are in it somewhere. And, uh, and then, yeah, Cubod made the, made the, um, outline for it, I guess. Yeah. So he put in like, he likes, you know, yeah, he did the layout for it and then Kyle did the, the artwork for it. So that's awesome. I love that. I'll definitely link him in the show notes as well, but now I'm curious, you, you say that you guys are all in it. I'm going to assume, uh, the, is it your Instagram icon? Is that you on the record? Yeah. So all of us have our Instagram icons right now as the people that we are in it, except for Austin. Cause he's too cool. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding. But, um, I mean like I, my personal favorite, I like cart like character on the album is Austin. So I'm kind of bummed that he didn't change his <laughs> Instagram icon, but, um, uh, 
uh, yeah, so so it is mine. My my current avatar on Instagram is is my character on the album artwork, um, as well as Alec and Jack and Kyle all have theirs currently changed as well. That's so cool. I, I think that's really awesome that you guys did that, um, like to help promote the album. That's so cool. <laughs> Love like the little like nerdy things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but real quick, uh, you guys, are, you mentioned that you guys, um, you know, put everything out on your own. Um, are you guys just like not interested in signing to anybody or has there been any talk, any interest? Uh, I mean, people have been interested in us, but we, I don't know. There's just something with us being able like, like labels want us to tour which is really cool. I would love the opportunity to tour more, but we also have so many other things going on in our personal lives where initiate is a priority in our lives, but so is school. So is our income. Um, and, and I feel like just being able to have the agency to do what we want with our music and how we put it out, what artwork we use, what tracks are uh, like what tracks we can release you know i i just feel like having the agency over all of our music and what we do with it um is what's kind of making what is what made us decide like you know what like as far as timing goes like let's just let's just do it on our own on our own terms um especially because we all work together to try to figure things out um we all split responsibility it's for us, it's kind of like if if I really wanted to to try to do something like I don't I mean, like I might not have all the networking that other labels know how to do. And but I can definitely get get somewhere with with what I have, you know. Um, and I think I also I think we all also kind of like the challenge of knowing that if wherever we want to go or wherever we decide to go, it's kind of like us and our fans that help us get there, not attaching a label name to it, but a label would be cool. Um, I just don't think we've found one that, that is like quite a good fit yet, I think. So maybe in the future, it's not like we're completely opposed to, um, signing with any labels. Um, and I mean, we definitely sent out our music to some labels too, but I think as of right now, especially for, for our first LP, I think we just kind of want to do it by ourselves and then see, see where that takes us. Then maybe next time we'll go with a label or if it works out, we'll do it ourselves. Who knows? All right. That's awesome. Uh, do you guys, um, plan? Well, you guys are obviously, you mentioned your, um, all have school and, um, work, would you like a busier 2019 since 2018 is almost over? Oh, we definitely are having a busier 2019. Um, yeah, I, that, yeah, we are having a busier 2019 for sure. So. All right. That's great. I that's, need to find out when that happens. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's awesome. Um, it'll be cool to see you guys, um, more active on more shows. Definitely looking forward to that. 
And I just um, guess we can just wrap things up here. Um, just want to thank you again so much for uh, coming on the podcast because um, I feel and I know that I'm still like small time, quote unquote, but I just appreciate anybody who's willing to come on and just sit and talk with me for an hour because it's crazy. Um, and I just appreciate it so much. And if there's anything else that you want to plug before you go, um, you can do it now. Um, no, shoot. I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> it's all right. Um, uh, yeah, I guess, um, shout out dare cause they have their record release coming up and that's actually going to be really fun. I'm really excited because, uh, Let's see. Oh, isn't Step for Change playing that? I'm like pretty sure Step for Change. No. Oh, no. Step for Change playing the Distort show. Yeah. I have my playing. mixed up. Cool Side is yes. playing that show, though. Love that. So I'm band. very excited because those are good friends of ours, too. So, um, so yeah, I guess uh, shout out Suburban Fight shows because um, those are always sick. Um, shout out to the boys in Initiate because I love them dearly. Um, and shout out to Ducini's in Washington, D.C., because that's our favorite pizza place. <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate yeah. it. Um, I'm sure I'll see you at the Dare record release show. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Um, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Jamie RK podcast. Always on top. Breathe in, leave it all behind I just want to see the light